0: Welcome to the Daily Boogie.
1: Welcome. I say hello there. Thank you so much for joining us. What is this? This is nothing. This is nothing. Nothing to see here. Move along. What's all this then, eh? It's nothing. Just a bunch of people in a room looking at a whole lot of nothing. Thank you so much for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, how are you? Are you good? Are you feeling good? Are you loosened up? Are you ready to roll? Are you ready to rock? Perhaps you're somewhere in between rock and or roll. A rock and a rolly place, a rolling pin. Oh, we're off to an we're off to an absolute flyer. The professionalism. <laughs> I really need to start pre-writing things. I think because I've I've discovered like all the best streamers and all of the best presenters, they pre-write little intros and stuff. You know, little quips. If you're on television you've got a team of writers. I obviously do not. But I don't I don't pre-write anything. I don't take notes. I pull up a couple of clips and articles. I don't even pre-watch the clips or pre-read the articles, really. I quickly scan it and I'm going I think, "Oh, okay, yeah, I can get something out of that. Let's do it." Cuz I want genuine reactions with you. You know, I want to I want to watch something for the first time with you. You know what I mean? But sometimes it must be avoided because today I did spend around six hours watching officially the most boring man on the planet, William Barr. <laughs> Just if if it was possible to witness somebody being bored to death, today was the day. And it wasn't me; it was the people asking him questions. And it's fantastic because, like, I found myself laughing uncontrollably during the bar the bar hearings. I don't know about you. But just just the way he's, like, it'll even be little things. Like, he sits there, like, with his head in his hand like this. He looks completely disinterested with the whole thing. <laughs> and they'll ask him a question, and then he waits about five seconds sometimes, and he's like, I'm, I'm sorry, what exactly are you referring to? And, and they, he makes them repeat it again. <laughs> and he just looks so bored. <laughs> so, like I said, I, found, I thought it was fucking amazingly funny. It's like, it's it's either the driest comedy routine of all time, or it's what somebody would look like if they were watching paint dry. But whatever it is, it works. It's working for him. He's got X Factor. The dead, deadpan look, especially. Exactly. So we will get into that. Thanks so much for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, if you want to become a supporter of the show, please head over to patreon.com forward slash boogie bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course... If you'd like to bore me to death, put me to sleep, not answer questions, and perhaps look at look stare right through me, as you rest your head in your hands, you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogiebumper. Just want to open the kimono a little bit. Um, people like the intro, but sometimes, you know, people who are new here, they don't really get it yet. They don't really get what we do here yet, and that's fine. Like it's it's a learning process. And you know, a lot of people come in for like twenty seconds and then leave. Because they think, ah, oh, this is this is incredibly slow paced. What are we talk what are we talking about, William Barr? See, and they never get to stay around for the stories of, you know, women marrying zombie dolls and consummating their relationships, men cutting off their own penis in an attempt to go viral on the internet. Seventy centimeters of toilet paper is all you get in China. They don't they don't they don't stick it out. They don't get to the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. So I feel sorry for them. But sometimes people don't understand the sarcasm. And they watch the intro and they think I'm I'm being serious. You know what I mean? They're like, ah. Well, this intro, stop taking yourself so seriously. You know what I mean? <laughs> what is this, some kind of conspiracy show? Oh, Okay. Transcend reality, geez, mate, taking a little far, aren't you? So, if you want, I'm going to open the kimono and explain the intro for you. It's really none of those things. One, it's seven minutes long, (laughs) so I'm already taking the piss a little bit. But I like the over dramatisation when you when you compare it up against what we actually talk about most of the time. And I'm a big sci-fi nerd. So of course I put planets and stuff in there the 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 robotic over the robotic voice over the top of the whole thing just adds to the level of sarcasm So people think it's oh it's a serious thing it's not really the re- and the storm thing people think it's like a cue ref it's not a cue reference I had a in the old intro I had storm sounds as well the re- if you want the real reason the real reason I put the storm sound in there is because it's a great way to mask the sound of one song turning into another song and it blends it so you can fade one song out while the storm sounds are happening and fade another song in and then the transition seems almost seamless because the sound of the storm you don't get to hear the hard cut between the two audio tracks so <laughs> people are like oh this what is this some kind of cue thing it's like no not really just a little bit of audio wizardry, <laughs> and a very, a very, very, very little bit. So there you go. There's the story of the intro. hope you enjoyed it. So yeah, we will get into Mr. Bar, Mr. Bar. I've got so much stuff. I'm gonna have to like back end a lot of stuff into tomorrow's free for all because I don't think we're gonna get through it all. For the for the intro, uh, not for the intro, for the bar testimony, it did go for six hours. I once did a breakdown of a 10-minute Donald Trump address, which took an hour and a half. So, can you imagine if we played the entire six hours of the bar proceedings? Hard pass. Hard pass. So, there were so many moments to choose from, so I just picked out a couple of moments here and there that I thought we could get something out of. A little bit of joy from Mr. Barr. So, we'll get into that. And just a quick reminder if you haven't already, uh, I just tweeted out the link to the Discord. People have been joining the Discord. It's going to be great fun, especially when we get a lot of people in there. I expect a lot of arguments and debates, dank memes, shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. So, if you, if you haven't joined already and you're interested in that kind of thing, then just go to my Twitter timeline. You'll see the link there, the Discord link. Join up, sign up, come on in cart your ass on in and we'll have a bit of fun along the way all right let's kick it off with mr bar yes the boring mr bar (laughs) see this is why this is exactly what i was talking about when i refer to he's the world's greatest dmv employee little moments like this look at that stare just watch this the camera stays on him for about 20 seconds you're gonna love this check this out Aid on. Good. He's just patiently waiting. (laughs) He's staring right at somebody. (laughs) (laughs) See, when you're waiting at the DMV and your number gets called, you know, I don't know what it's like for you guys, but here, you walk in, you take a number, and there's a whole row of tellers, right? and it'll be like Teller 1, Teller 2, Teller 3, and a little bell goes off, ding, and it lights up with your number and which teller you're supposed to go to. If your number lights up at the DMV and you have to go to this guy's teller and you see that face staring back at you, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm in for a rough ride here. <laughs> like, this guy is not going to go easy on me. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm going to have to fill out some form. That smile. That shit-eating grin. Welcome, my name is William. How can I help you today? <laughs> and this this is something like I saw a couple of times. I saw a couple of times the Democrats were trying to get under his skin. They were trying to irritate him. They were trying to ruffle him up a bit to try and get some kind of emotional reaction. I think they're still riding the high of the Kavanaugh proceedings and they think, well, if we just batter this guy constantly... Then he's gonna lose his shit. You know what I mean? He's gonna have a a fist slamming moment. He's gonna go way over the top. He's gonna scream or something. If you see this face, if that's your game plan and that face is looking back at you, you need to recognize right there and then that it's not going to work. (laughs) You are not you are not going to get over you're not gonna get under the skin of a man that looks like this. No way in hell. Your attempted insults, your attempted slander. Look, look, he's, he's already bored. He's pissed off. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> he's just staring into space. <laughs> <laughs> there is there is no way that you're going to get this guy ruffled. And, you know, you can carry on. Oh, no, no, no. He'll just look at you like that. He'll just stare right back at you with that face. That one. (laughs) That's exactly what happened today. All right. I can't remember who I've got. I had a few little moments saved here. I can't remember which is which. So let's just rock and roll, see where we are.
2: Thank you, Chairman. Attorney General, you um, had a conversation with Chairman Graham earlier this morning. Ah, yes. The importance
1: of... In my opinion, the dumbest man in the Senate, Sheldon Whitehouse, ladies and gentlemen.
2: To use Chairman Graham's words, hardening our electoral infrastructure. Against foreign election interference.
1: You see the way he's sitting there, he's got his hand up. (laughs) That's the kind of look when, you know, if you're watching TV or you're reading the newspaper and your wife wants you to do something, like some kind of yard work or something like that, you're you're having a lovely, relaxing Saturday morning at home. You've just made a cup of coffee. You've just flipped on the morning news or you've just opened up the morning paper and you hear from the other room in that specific tone, William, you know what I mean? It's not William and it's not good morning, William. It's like, would you like some breakfast, honey? It's not one of those. It's William as if to say, get your ass out the back and rake up these fucking leaves right now. You know what I mean? That's the look you give when you hear that. (laughs) William. Yes. Yes. What is it now? And then as she's going on about how the the leaves need to be raked up because their friends are coming over for a garden party later in the day and you don't say a word, you just listen to a ramble for 10 minutes like this. With that look on your face. (laughs) That's the look he's giving Sheldon Whitehouse as if Sheldon Whitehouse was a nagging wife demanding yard work on a Saturday morning when you should be relaxing and reading the funny pages.
2: Uh, I ask you, is anonymous election funding an avenue for possible foreign election influence and interference? Yes. Um, <laughs> let's turn to the uh, March 27th letter, which you received and read March 28th, the Mueller letter,
3: uh-huh.
2: correct? Yes. Yes. Um, when did you have the conversation with Bob Mueller about that letter that you've referenced? I think it was on the 28th. Same day that you read it?
1: When <laughs> did, you, did you first work? See, little things like that just crack me up. I think it was on the 28th. So Sheldon then asks for the con- he, he does the confirmation question, right? When did you read the letter? I think it was on the 28th. So it was on the 28th? And he just ignores him, <laughs> doesn't answer, <laughs> just goes back to that look on his face. <laughs> As if to say, what the fuck did I just say?
2: <laughs> ...of the New York Times and Washington Post stories that would make the existence of this letter public, the ones that came out last night. I think it could have been yesterday, but I'm not sure. When they contacted you to ask for any comment? They didn't contact me contact the DOJ to ask for any comment?
4: I can't actually remember how it came up, but someone mentioned it. So at some point you knew that the Mueller letter was going to become
2: public, and that was probably yesterday. I think so.
1: Okay. (laughs) I think what he's showing here is, I think what he's showing all of the people who have to go through these these proceedings and sit in front of these senators and and these congressmen, I think he's showing everyone that everyone else tries way too hard. You know, like some if somebody else gets asked that question, they'll say, they'll say, they'll either say, I can't recall, or they'll say, yes, well, you see, we got notification in the morning and then there was a conversation. I was in a meeting and then, uh, you know, my aide came into the meeting and made me aware that there was an email and I had to respond to it. So then when I left and they just blah, 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 blah. And when he gets asked, he goes, I don't know. I think, I can't remember how it came up, but I don't know, somebody was talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) And did you, were you made aware of the, of the, of the document itself? Eh, Maybe, I don't know, (laughs) probably.
2: (laughs) Uh, When did you decide to make that letter available to us in Congress? This morning. This morning. Um, Would you concede that you had an opportunity to make this letter public (laughs) on... April 4th, when Representative Christ asked you a very related question? Uh,
4: I don't know what you mean by related question. It seems to me it'd be a very different question. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even follow that down the road. But...
1: <laughs> well, that depends. <laughs> when he asked a related question, well, I don't know what you mean by related question. Seems like a very different question. And Sheldon, like... Sheldon knows that he's licked. Sheldon knows that he's beat. He knows that he can't beat this guy. So rather than get dragged into duking it out, do, defining what a, rele- a relevant question is, or, you know, a comparable question, Sheldon knows, I can't, I can't beat this guy. So he just moves on. For
2: <laughs> how it came up, but someone mentioned it. So you, at some point you knew that the Mueller letter was going to become public, and that was probably yesterday. Look at this. I think so. Okay. Uh, when did you decide to make that letter available to us in Congress? This morning. Mm. Um, <laughs> would you concede that you had an opportunity to make this letter public on April 4th when Representative Christ asked you a very related question?
1: Very related question. Uh,
4: I don't know what you mean by related question. It seems to me it'd be a very different question.
1: And then just stares right at him.
4: <laughs> I can't even follow that down the road. That only
2: that that's a masterful <laughs> hair splitting.
1: Masterful um, hair splitting. The See that that line there from Sheldon I'm going to call him Shelley from now on Shelley. that masterful hair splitting. This whole this whole six hours was an argument over semantics. It really was. It was semantical garbage the whole time. but if you're, uh, if you're somewhat autistic, then you would fuck it you would have loved it you would have loved the fact that arg- people were arguing over what words really mean <laughs> when placed in real, in certain contexts. Well, you know, I said spying. I don't think, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with spying. What do you think spying means? <laughs> um,
2: letter references, enclosed documents and enclosed materials, Right. Are those the same things as what you called the executive summaries <laughs> that Mueller provided you? With this letter? Yes. Yeah. With this letter? It's all the same yeah. document. I'm sorry. What's when you talk wall? about
4: the executive <laughs> summaries.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, he's a DMV employee. You would go up to the DMV guy and say, look, I have the right paperwork here. I've signed the right paperwork. And all of this is related to that document. I'm sorry, what do you mean by related to the document? They're two different documents. No, (laughs) this one came with this one. So I signed this document and I was told that I need to bring these other documents to go with it. Well, those other other documents don't really go with that document. I'm sorry, which which document are you talking about? This one. Yep. Yep. We'll see. Those documents that you have there, they're completely unrelated to this document here. So you're going to have to go to the back of the line take another number and fill out the correct documentation. <laughs> this is a rabbit hole. I can't even go down.
2: That Mueller provided you. They are the documents that were the enclosed documents with that letter, which we have not been provided. I think they were.
4: <laughs> the, uh, they have been provided them. They're in the report.
1: They're in the report.
4: The summaries in the report. (laughs) It's the
2: language of the report in the report. There is nothing else that he provided you then. I I think that's what he
1: provided. Is is the language of the report in the report? I think that's what he provided. I think they're in there. (laughs) Okay. Uh, If there
2: is anything else, will you provide it to us? If it's different in any form, it's odd to be given a letter without the attachments to it, when the attachments I think in I think they the were letter. the
4: redacted versions of the executive summaries that are embedded in the report. Do we get that, just to be sure? Sure. Great,
1: thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> he makes it out like, by the time you get to the end of the point that Sheldon is trying to make, Shelley, it's like Barr is now he's now convinced everybody watching it that it's really not that important. You know what I mean? Well, it's strange. Like, can we get the related documents? Is the language the same in the report as it is in the letter? Can we get the, the documents that are relating to this letter? Well, I think you have them. They're in the report. No, but look, look if if we haven't got everything, can you please provide the other stuff that we don't have? Sure.
2: <laughs> um, You agree that none of that material was either grand jury
1: 60? It's like, it's like, imagine if a firefighter, like imagine the, the Notre Dame Cathedral burning to the ground and instead of panic and chaos and firefighters trying to shoot thousands of gallons of water at this thing, imagine if the firefighter just went up and with an eyedropper and just went, and the whole thing singed out it's like complete rate it's they're trying to manufacture outrage and they're trying to convey a sense of importance and urgency and they're just coming up against this immovable object who <laughs> just gives them absolutely nothing he completely disarms them with his lack of you know outward outward personality traits you know what i mean he doesn't raise his voice he doesn't get flustered it, it just completely singes the fire out with a, with a eyedropper and it just leaves them stunned because they've got nothing to go off. Like they can't escalate. He doesn't allow any escalation whatsoever. Everything is a de-escalation or presented a risk to,
2: uh, sources and methods or would interfere or compromise ongoing investigation there- or affected, were <laughs> affected by executive privilege.
4: There were redactions made in the, uh, executive summaries. But as I said, I wasn't interested in putting out summaries, period.
2: Well, you know, we can. frankly. This is
4: another hair splitting
2: exercise because Bob Mueller, who I think we all agree is fairly credible, actually described your letter as a summary. So what? So you can say it wasn't a summary, but Mueller said it was a summary. And I don't think. I wasn't
4: wasn't interested in summarizing the whole report. As I say, I was stating the the bottom line conclusions of the report. (laughs) Your letter itself says (laughs) that it's intended to describe. I your words yeah. Describe, describe, the describe the report, meaning volume one, delta. When you with describe this, the report in four pages, <laughs> four I don't know why you're cavilling about whether because it's a I, summary. Because or not. I state in the letter that I'm stating the the uh, <laughs> principal conclusions. Um, let me <laughs> also say that you know Bob Mueller is, uh, is the equivalent of a U.S. attorney. He was exercising the powers of the attorney general, subject to the supervision of the attorney general. He's part of the Department of Justice. His work concluded when he's
1: The way the way I, I put this is he's killing them with process. Right? Bureaucrats and public servants love process. They love protocols and process. You know, like if if you have a form that's like seven-a and a form that's seven-a dot a but you need to fill out and they're the exact same form. The only thing that's different on these two forms is the dot a on one of them. Then if it says in the process that you need to fill out form seven dash a dot a, but instead you fill out form seven dash a, then they will just hand it back and say, no. And you're like, it's the exact same form. Like why are we splitting hairs here? Why, why are we arguing the semantics of this? There's a process. You fill out form 7-A.A. I put it into this system here. It's processed, it then goes to the office down the way. You know, the the director of 7-A forms will then bring a report back to me. I hand it back to you. It's like, "Well, but but what about what about Robert Muller? Robert Muller thought that this should have been a public thing." Well, the process is Robert Muller hands me the report, And then I decide what happens to it after that. This is why we have grand juries. So we fill out this process, this process. (laughs) He just keeps going back to process.
4: Sent his report to the Attorney General. At that point, it was my baby. And I was making a decision as to whether or not to make it public. And I effectively overrode the regulations, used discretion to, to lean as far forward as I could to make that public. And was my decision how and when to make it public, not Bob Mueller's.
2: <laughs> with respect to the OLC opinion that informed Bob Mueller's decision, as he describes in the report, um, do you agree that that is merely an executive opinion and that under our Constitution, the decision as to what the law is, is made by the judicial branch of he the United States government?
1: He just stares right at them. I'm
2: sorry. Could you, with respect to the <laughs> OLC opinion that informed Mueller's decision. Say it again not to make a recommendation on obstruction. As he said in-
1: I'm sorry, can you repeat that rambling, incoherent question one more time? <laughs> his
2: report, do you concede that that is an executive opinion and that under our constitutional system, what the law is gets decided by the judicial branch of government? Yes. Is there any way for the OLC's opinion to be tested by the judicial branch of government to see if it's correct or not? None that comes to mind. And it could be wrong, could it not? <laughs> Uh, I guess hypothetically. Hypothetically.
4: It's, 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 oh, there are <laughs> respected legal
2: right. minds that disagree with it, correct? Excuse me? There are many respected legal commentators and professors and lawyers who disagree with so it, correct? What?
4: It's very hard to find lawyers that agree to any, uh, well. on, a, on anything.
2: <laughs> so, He's getting um, laughs off interesting this The thing to me is that guy. it goes on to say <laughs> that because of the OLC opinion, we have to give the president an extra benefit of the doubt. well a lot of
1: people disagree well it's hard to get lawyers to agree to anything
2: out <laughs> because he is denied his day in court where he could exonerate himself that seems like a fallacy to me because if Does you it? are the president of the Does united children? states Have you a, can either waive or override the olc he has
1: a sip of coffee and doesn't break stare look at that <laughs> that is some cold shit right there <laughs> <laughs> he could, In another life, he could have been like a standover man for the mafia. You know what I mean? Watch, watch the way he picks up his coffee and just doesn't break stare with the guy. At all. Not for one second. Uh, I guess hypothetically. Just lets him talk. Slowly yes, takes oh, a sip are, of his Bruce joke. Right. Legal minds that disagree with it. Correct? Excuse me?
2: There are many respected legal commentators and professors, and lawyers who disagree with it, correct? It's very hard to find lawyers that agree to any, uh, well, on, a, on anything. So um, the interesting thing to me is that it goes on to say that Watch because this. of the OLC opinion— Watch this
1: move. This is a power move. We have to
2: give the president an extra benefit of the doubt because he is denied his day in court where he could exonerate himself. That seems like a fallacy to me because if you are the president of the United States— Watch this. You can either waive or readily overlook the OLC opinion and say, I'm ready to go to trial. I'm going to exonerate
4: myself. Let's go. Cold. Could you not? How is this relevant to my decisions? <laughs> <If> it's <laughs> relevant because I, I assumed that there was no OLC opinion. Well,
1: we see, have- this is the other thing, too. Because of his candor and because of his demeanor, how many other people can get away with asking the people questions? How many other people have you seen in these Senate hearings? ask questions of the senators and get answers. You know, normally they'll fire back, especially if they're on the opposing side. Like, so if they're the Democrats in this case, normally they would fire back with anyone else and say, I'm asking the questions here, yes or no. And they get really hyper-aggressive. But because of the way he handles himself, they just, they, they end up doing what he wants. How is this relevant? I'm sorry, how is this relevant? He lets him ramble for like two minutes Let's him just ramble on about whatever the fuck he's talking about. Nobody can even remember what he said. And then at the end of it, he's like, I'm sorry, how is this relevant to my decisions? <laughs> and then just sits back and watches him ramble again.
2: <laughs> I have a report in front of us that says that this influenced the outcome. It's incredible. And in particular, it says it influenced the exactly. outcome. Exactly, who's interviewing him? Who? Because it deprived the president of his ability to have his day in court and my point to you is that the president could easily have his day in court by simply waiving okay. or overriding this OLC opinion that has no judicial
4: basis, correct? Uh, well, I don't, I don't think that there was anything to have a day in court on. I, don't, I, I, I think that the government <laughs> did not have a prosecutable case. But part, well, Mueller
2: obviously didn't agree because he now that's left actually, that up to you. Well, that's... Well, he said that he could neither <laughs> confirm nor deny that there was a prosecutable case here. He left that to you. And when he did, he said, and you apparently have agreed, that this OLC opinion bears on it and that it would be unfair to the president to put him to the burden of being indicted and not having the ability to be charged. Well, I don't want to, to characterize
4: Have Bob's thought process on that. I'm not asking you to characterize <laughs> it. It's in, the, it's in his report. He's put it in I'm right. not sure what he means by that in the report. <laughs>
1: Well, obviously, Bob Mueller disagrees. Now, see, Sheldon's just wasted another sixty to ninety seconds explaining why what he thinks Bob Mueller was thinking. William Barr's not there to interpret what people are thinking. William Barr is there to take all of the data and spit out a conclusion. That's that's it. That's it. he oversees the operation, and then at the end, he gets handed something, and it's his job to boil it all down and say, "Well, there's not enough here for the government to charge, prosecute, whatever." So Sheldon's there going, well, Bob Muller disagrees. And then he tries to explain all the reasons why Bob Muller was thinking something else. And William Barr says, well, I, I don't want to characterize Muller's thoughts. And he goes, I'm not asking you to characterize Muller's thoughts. This, this is what he wrote in the report. And he turns around and says, well, I don't know what he means by that.
2: <laughs> um, with respect to the word. Um Spying. Can I have a minute? I just want to nail down, you used the word
1: spying. And Lindsey Graham, who was running this shit show, he was very generous with giving them extra time. I think I know why. See, when Sheldon Whitehouse, after this train wreck of a, an attempted questioning, asked for another minute to ask another question, you give it to him. You go, absolutely, Sheldon, Sheldon, you can have the whole day, mate. You can, Do you want a cup of coffee? We'll bring you a cup of coffee. You right? You you can go for the next two hours, please. Carry continue on with this with this devastating examination of William Barr. You're really you're really doing a good job. I would I would even lean over and whisper in his ear. Oh, you've got him on the rack now, Sheldon. It's time to go for the final push. <laughs> you've got him right where you want him, Sheldon. You can win this. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Go for the kill. Mm-hmm. About
2: authorized. Mm-hmm. DOJ investigative activities. Are you talking about
4: my testimony before the House Appropriations? Yes.
2: In the entirety of your previous career in the Department of Justice, including as Attorney General, have you ever referred to authorized department investigative activities officially
4: or publicly as spying? Uh. I'm not asking for private conversation. I'm not going to abjure the use of the word spying. I think (laughs) <laughs> uh, you know, my first job was in CIA, and I don't think spying has any pejorative connotation at all. To me, but the question, to me, the question is it? always whether or not it's authorized and, w- and adequately predicated spying.
1: What does Shelley refer to it as? Because this is this is one of my greatest bugbears in life, management speak. I absolutely. Uh, I hate think it.
4: spying is a good English word that, in fact, doesn't have synonyms <laughs> because. It-
2: <laughs> now he's giving him an English lesson. <laughs>
1: Well, I think spying is a good English word because it doesn't have any synonyms. <laughs> He's explaining why a word is good to use.
4: It's the broadest word uh, incorporating really all forms of covert intelligence collection.
1: Sheldon
5: is just staring at him like, fucking what am I doing here? <laughs>
4: I'm not going to back off the word spying, except I will say when did you I'm not suggesting any pejorative and I use it frequently as you, the media, as when, the media. When did you
2: decide to use it? Was it off? Like, <laughs> this is, really?
1: When did you decide to use the word spying? I, I'm surprised you didn't come back and say, what do you mean by spying? <laughs> Just to really stick it up his ass, you know what I mean?
2: Off the cuff in the hearing that day or did you go into that hearing intending it, it to was, use the word It was on.
4: actually off the cuff to tell you the truth and when when, when a senator the the senator, I mean the, the, the congressman probably? Well from chats from
2: Hawaii. What's oh, here?
4: Shaheen? Shaheen. No, 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 no. Whoever it was whoever, whoever when, it was. When, when he challenged me and said do you want to change your language I was actually thinking like what's the issue? I, I don't consider it a pejorative but if and and rather frankly, u- frankly, we went back and looked at press usage, and up until all the, the FA outrage a couple of weeks ago, it's commonly used in the press to refer to authorized activities, such as referring to the, FISA court as the, spy the court. But it's not commonly used
2: by the department. What? It is not commonly used by the department.
4: My time it's is. Commonly th- used by me. <laughs>
2: Thank
3: you so much for coming back.
5: <laughs> Sensational.
1: Look at that look. Freeze frame that meme that one. Meme that sucker. There's the look. <laughs> There's the look of a satisfied man right there. He was he was they were attempting to beat him over the ears for using the word spying instead of what was it? Authorized surveillance activities. Get the fuck out of here. Whatever. <laughs> So they're trying to beat him up for using the word spying. He then goes on to explain why spying used in that context is appropriate and why he's actually fond of using it because it has no synonyms and it's an all-encompassing word for, you know, (laughs) authorised activities. (laughs) He then gets accused of using some kind of unusual language because it's not commonly used by the department. And he's like, well, it's commonly used by me. (laughs) Sheldon Lighthouse, Shelly. Good job. You've got him, Shelly. You've got him on the rack. You've got him right where you want him, mate. Now's the time to go in for the kill, Shelly. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Again, I can't remember which part we're up to here, but we'll get something out of it. Oh, Dirty Dick Blumenthal.
4: Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, thank you, Attorney General Barr, for being here today. Uh, you've been very adroit and agile in your Responses to questions here. Agile, but I think history will judge you harshly. Oh, really? And <laughs> maybe a bit unfairly because <laughs> you seem to have been I'm on your side. A designated fall guy.
1: I'm I'm on your side, Mr. Barr.
4: Or this report, and I think that conclusion is inescapable in light of the four-page
1: summary. See, this is again. Barr doesn't shake his head. He doesn't get upset. He doesn't get flustered. He just stares at him the whole time. Just lets him go through his little spiel. Tells him why he's losing credibility. Tells him why he's wrong. Bar just sits there staring at him. Doesn't move. Doesn't try to butt in. Doesn't say, well, I object to you using that term. Nothing. Just lets him go. (laughs) Couldn't care less. (laughs) And then the press
4: conference you did on the day it was released, knowing that you had in hand a letter from the special counsel saying that he felt that you mischaracterized his report. And you were asked...
1: (laughs) Word spider in the chat. Why does Blumenthal look like he plays with matches?
4: (laughs) By one of my colleagues, uh, Senator Van Hollen, whether you know, uh,
5: he's like I
3: don't know what he's you knew about here. That
4: Bob Mueller supported your conclusion. Mm, what? And you said I don't know whether Bob Mueller supported my conclusion. You were asked by Representative Chris, excuse me, Senator, oh. that conclusion was not related to my description of the findings. In the March twenty-fourth letter, I, that conclusion refers to my conclusion on the obstruction <laughs> well, cases. So it's it's a, it different, exactly conclusion. It's a word, different conclusion. It was exactly the same different conclusions that was used by Special Counsel Muller. and on the obstruction,
1: it just moves on
4: issue at page eight and one eighty-two of the report. I don't know whether you have it in front of you. The special <laughs> counsel specifically said. Yes. At the same time, I'm quoting, if we had confidence after a thorough investigation of the facts that the president clearly did not commit obstruction of justice, we would so state. He said it again at page 182, and yet in your summary and in the press conference that you did, <laughs> you in effect cleared the president on both So-called collusion. The difference. The difference is I use the the proper standard. Um, (laughs) That statement you just read is actually a very strange statement. (laughs) (laughs) He just lets him go.
1: Okay. So the problem here is uh, that statement that you just read is very strange. (laughs) Or
4: of the specific obstruction.
1: See, they're getting upset. He's not. He's supposed to be the one getting grilled. He's supposed to be the one under pressure. He's supposed to be the one that's made to squirm. But they're the ones that are getting upset. They're the ones getting their back up in their chair. They're the ones that are butting in. You know what I mean? Like I said, he just he dis, he de escalates to the point of you know they go all they de escalate all the way back around to maximum aggression again. It's incredible stuff.
4: Production episodes. Robert Mueller concluded that. There was substantial evidence on four...
1: God, I hate it when they bring out props.
4: ...on the three necessary elements of obstruction. Well, you're, you're on... <laughs> you're a prosecutor. I, I have to finish my question. Okay. Well, you you thought, haven't let me finish my answer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's like in this soft tone. He's like, I have to finish my question. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't let me finish my answer. Even Dick's smiling at him, like, you cheeky little bastard.
4: Well, uh, let me just finish the we question. We can do
1: both. <laughs> Lindsay's like, we could, everybody can have uh, a turn,
4: okay? You <laughs> ignored in that press conference and in the summary uh. that Robert Mueller found substantial evidence
3: that's and it's completely in the pointless.
4: And we have a chart that shows the elements of that crime intent, interference with an ongoing investigation, mm.
3: mm-hmm.
4: and the. <laughs> He's just completely
1: out. unimpressed.
4: <laughs> so I think that your credibility is undermined really? in the Did department. You? Really, in this committee and with the American people. And I yeah. want to ask you whether on those remaining investigations, the 12 to 14 investigations, Here we go. whether you have had any communication with anyone in the White House. No. And will you give us an ironclad commitment that you will uh, in no way. By interfere- the way, I'm not, I'm not sure, you know, the laundry list of investigations. But I certainly haven't talked the substance or been directed to do anything on any of the cases. Well, let me give you an opportunity to clarify. Have you had any conversations (laughs) with anyone in the White House about those ongoing investigations that were spawned or spun off by- I don't don't recall having any substantive discussion on the investigation. Have you had any non-substantive discussion? It's possible that a name of a case was mentioned, and (laughs) have you provided information about any of those ongoing investigations? Well, anything's possible. Any any information whatsoever? Anything's possible. I don't recall, no? You don't recall? I don't recall providing any. Wouldn't you recall about whether you gave information to somebody in the White House? No, not really. About an ongoing criminal investigation in the Southern District of New York, or the Eastern District of New York, or (laughs) the eastern district of virginia
1: <laughs> carol in the chat define in the white house
4: yeah i mean i, I just don't <laughs> recall providing any substantive information about a case is there anything that would refresh your recollection if i probably looked over a list of cases and thought about it <laughs> i don't recall discussing. you know what those investigations are we've discussed them at your confirmation here, did we no oh, i
1: don't oh, okay
4: whether I think you have 12 or 18 cases, right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what those are. I don't know what to say are. to be. I do generally, but I, I, you know, I can't remember each of And let me ask you one last time. Sure. You can't recall whether you have discussed those cases with anyone in the White House, including the President of the United States. My recollection is I have not discussed those, <laughs> but you don't recall for sure. I just... Let me move on. I I can say very surely I did not discuss the substance of it. Will you recuse yourself from those investigations? No. (laughs) Let me uh...
1: again. Like somebody else, somebody else in this situation would feel the need to explain why they shouldn't recuse themselves. You know what I mean? Somebody else who probably doesn't have the same experience and probably isn't at the same point in their life as this guy is. Because remember, this guy in his confirmation hearing, he was saying to them basically, look, look, you I've done this before. I don't need this job. Okay. So if you think I can do it, then vote for me. And if you don't want me to do it, then vote no. But I don't care. <laughs> and they, they all had their mouths open because they, they're used to people begging for their approval. Right. It's what they've come to expect you know these lifestyles that they lead they see the world through the the tinted bulletproof windows of their you know driven chauffeur driven cars right so they they've come to expect a certain people to to act in a certain way once once in their presence you know what i mean they they are the exalted ones so when a senator asks you will you can recuse yourself from those investigations they're expecting in return somebody to say Well, I don't think, you know, Senator, with respect, I don't think that would be appropriate because this, this, and then they would cut them off halfway and go, well, I don't know how you can't recuse yourself after and make you look silly. (laughs) They ask you, you, are you going to recuse yourself from these investigations? No. (laughs) That's it. Full stop. (laughs) Fantastic stuff. I think our girl, Maisie, is next.
4: Uh, ask you about a couple of quotes from the president since a number of my colleagues have raised the Russia investigation. Uh, and these are from the report, untruths recited by the report from the president in December of 2016 when President Trump was asked about the intelligence community's conclusion that Russia interfered in our election to boost Trump's chances. He said he had, quote, no idea if it's Russia, China, or somebody It could be somebody sitting in a bed someplace.
1: 400-pound person. (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay chiming in with the lines.
6: I'm sorry, Mr. Chairman. 400-pound person sitting on a bed. That isn't what
4: the president said. He referred to it as somebody. Uh, (laughs) He also, at Helsinki, (laughs) denied Russian attacks in 2016 on our election. Another
1: lie. See, this is nothing to do with- Two days after- See, I, Barr's so cool because he go. He knows that none of this has anything to do with him. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, you can bring up a quote that the president made in Helsinki in 2016, but Barr has- This is nothing to do- Like, he's not going to answer any question. He's not going to defend the president's honor in that sense. You know what I mean? And that's what they're expecting him to do. But he he knows. It's like, well, so what? <laughs> okay, so the president said something about Russian interference didn't happen in 2016, and so what? So what? What's your point? <laughs> like, what? How is this relative to my case? How is this relative to my work? <laughs> We're running out of time. I do want to get to Maisie. Let's skip ahead to the lovely Maisie Hirono. She was having some fun today.
7: And now we have the opportunity to decide how to do Opportunity. Uh, so the special counsel's report is the end of the road. I think many have stated that the end of the road when it comes to the question of the Trump administration's intent. But it is just the beginning of the conversation on how we counter Russia and other foreign adversaries in their attempts to undermine our republic. So if we can talk about that 2016 presidential election. Do you see vulnerabilities or weaknesses that existed at at that time that left us open to foreign uh, aggression, foreign influence in the election system? And then how do we move forward through the Department of Justice and making sure we're shoring up some of those avenues of approach of our foreign adversaries?
4: Yes. The the FBI, you know, has a very robust uh, program, the Foreign Influence Task Force, which is focused on this problem and uh, is working to uh, counteract and prepare for the kinds of uh, Ah, people that was able to detect and how we can start using that approach uh, across the board.
7: So we've accomplished a lot.
8: Feinstein that quote the job of attorney general is not the same as representing and quote the president so you know the difference but you've chosen to be the president's lawyer and side with him over the interests of the American people to start with you should never have been involved in supervising the Robert Mueller investigation oh, really? you wrote a 19 page unsolicited memo really? which you admit was not based on any facts attacking the premise of now, look- <laughs>
1: I uh, the, the tactical coffee sips just fucking got me. When I was watching it during my work day, like I had it on while I was working and like, I would just glance over at the screen and see these coffee sips and they're, they're throwing all kinds of shit at him. Yeah. You know, You're a disgrace. You've got no credibility. You shouldn't even be here. You should resign. And he's just, you know <laughs> barely interested. <laughs>
8: of half of the investigation. Look at him.
1: Couldn't care less what she's got to say. And you also should have
8: insisted that Deputy Attorney General Rob Rosenstein recuse himself.
1: It's one, it's one of those funny things. It's like he's not insulted because he doesn't think much of her to begin with, you know what I mean? There's a there's a, a line from a helmet song written by the, the great Paige Hamilton uh, in one of their songs that says, I'd rather be insulted by you than someone I respect, right? So it's easy not to get ruffled when people insult you if you have a very very, you know, low if you have a very low idea of that person in the first place then if they insult you you're like, well so what? I don't care what you think. Like <laughs> why would I get upset? You think I you think you think I've got no credibility. You think I'm an awful person. You want me to resign. So fucking what? Who who are you again? <laughs> That's why he doesn't care, because he doesn't think much of her to begin with.
8: He wasn't just a witness to some of the president's obstructive behavior. We now know he was in frequent personal contact with the president, a subject of the investigation. Mm. You should have left it to career officials. Then, once the report was delivered by the special counsel, you delayed its release for more than two weeks. You let the president's personal lawyers look at it before you even deigned to let Congress or the public see it Ooh. during the time you substituted your own political judgment for the special counsel's, counsel's legal conclusions in a four page letter to Congress. Yeah, Ernie Banks and- in the
1: chat says the visual perspective is so different from listening earlier. If you are listening to the podcast, cause I know a few people only listen to the podcast. So you are missing out on this one. This is a very visual heavy show today. So if you want to, um, you know, if you normally listen on the podcast, that's fine. I normally listen to podcasts too. But today you're going to be missing out if you don't check it out. So go to the YouTube, uh, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Boogie Bumper, and then you'll see the the YouTube and you'll understand why we're laughing so much.
8: <laughs> now we know, thanks to a free press, that Mr. Muller wrote your letter objecting to your so-called summary. When you called Mueller to discuss so-called his summary. The reports are that he thought your summary was giving the press, Congress, and the public a misleading impression of his work. He asked you to read...
1: See, this is fantastic. We're not going to have time for crews and stuff, but this is something we said on Trust and Verify a few weeks ago. We were laughing at it then. Like, this must be the worst cover-up in human history. Like, do these people not understand what a cover-up actually is? You can't cover up a released report. (laughs) So... It's like it, he, he's so calm as well because he knows that there's nothing they can say. It's like so they're, they're really upset and like all the spin now is like, well, Bob Mueller's letter, this changes everything. You know, the Bob Mueller wrote a letter saying that your summary is misleading and, you know, people need more information. And then you waited two whole weeks to release the whole report. And like this is this is all they've got. This is all it is. And you know, he answers back, well, I didn't want to release you know, 19 pages. I didn't want to release the report in dribs and drabs. I, I just wanted to put it all out there in one hit. <laughs> so they're accusing him of misleading people when he's released the entire report when he didn't have to. That's how insane this is. It, it, it is mind-bogglingly absurd to accuse somebody of a cover-up when they release a report to the public, it's 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 unheard of. <laughs> it does it doesn't make sense. You how can you even how could you even have the balls to sit there and accuse somebody of covering up a document which you have in your hand? <laughs> you tried to cover this up. I just gave it to you. <laughs> I said here, here's the fucking report, mate. <laughs> And he went through the statistics. I think the I think the um, the version that they got is something like 98% of it is unredacted. It is one of the least redacted reports in human history, as well. And he's like, you know, I I don't under this is he he even said during the day at some point, he was like, This is why this is so bizarre, this is mind bending. <laughs> because I've given you the full report and I didn't even have to. Yeah, Maisie does go on to slander a little bit. Um, let's play a bit of Lindsay. Lindsay's not without his faults. Lindsay's got his problems, but I think this was pretty good
4: person implicated or people implicated or concerned about that criminality being discovered, take an inherently malignant act as, as the Supreme Court has said to, to, uh, obstruct that investigation. So Such what are the destroying
6: documents. that or- people were worried about that he fired Comey to stop the Russian investigation? That's one of the concerns people had. Let me tell you a little bit about Comey. I do not have confidence in him, Comey, any longer. That was Chuck Schumer, November the 2nd, 2016. I think he, Comey, should take a hard look at what he has done, and I think it would not be a bad thing for the American people if he did step down, Bernie Sanders, January the 15th, 2017. The president ought to fire Comey immediately. And he ought to initiate an investigation. That is uh, Congressman Nadler, November the 14th, 2016. Did you have a problem with the way Comey handled the Clinton email investigation? Yes, I said so at the time. Okay. So, <clears throat> given the fact that a lot this of people come, these parts be fired, just like bang, 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 you bang find bang, that to be a persuasive act of obstructing justice. Uh, no. Uh, I, I think even the report
4: at the end of the day came to the conclusion, if you if you read the analysis, that uh, the, the, a reason that loomed large there for his termination was his refusal to tell the public what he was privately telling the president, which was that the president was not under investigation.
6: As to where we go forward, as, as to how we go forward, would you recommend Whoopsie that this dicey. committee and every other committee of Congress do our best to harden our infrastructure against future Russian attacks? Absolutely, yes. Do you think Russia is still up to it? Yes. Do you think other countries may get involved in our elections in 2020? Yes. So you would support an effort by Congress working with the administration to harden our electoral infrastructure? Yes. Is that one of the takeaways of the Mueller report? Yes. <laughs> Uh, do you share my concerns about the FISA warrant process? Yes. Do you share my concerns about the counterintelligence investigation, how it was opened and why it was opened? Yes. Oh, shit. Do you share my concerns Uh-oh. that the professional Uh-oh. lack of professionalism in the Clinton email investigation is something we should all look at? Yes.
3: Ooh.
6: Do you expect to change your mind about the bottom line conclusions of the Mueller report? No. Do you know Bob Mueller? Yes. Do you trust him? Yes. How long have you known him? 30 years, roughly. No bad. Do you think he had the time he needed? Yes. you think he had the money he needed? Yes. you think he had the resources he needed? Yes. Do you think he did a thorough job?
4: Yes, and I, I think he feels he did a thorough job and, and, and had uh, adequate uh,
6: evidence to make the calls. Do you think the president's campaign in 2016 was thoroughly looked at in terms of whether or not they colluded with the Russians. Yes. And the answer is no, according to Bob Mueller. That's right. He couldn't decide about obstruction. You did. Is that correct? That's right. You feel good about your decision? Absolutely. Thank you very much.
1: Snap. (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay's good in those moments. That That was a pretty good couple of minutes there. Just machine gun style. Uh, let's see what the cool kids on CNN made of today's proceedings, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to absolutely love this. Jeffrey
5: Tubin, uh, let me get your thoughts on how the first couple hours of this uh, extraordinary hearing has been going. Extraordinary. Well, he, uh, Barr sure didn't establish that he told the truth when he answered the question. <laughs> <laughs> it's off to a good start. Uh, about whether Mueller objected to anything he said I mean right. you know I have to say I found his answers total gobbledygook ah, about that I mean really? you know th- the fact is Mueller wrote a letter of protest yeah he wrote a letter saying this was not an accurate rendition of the facts
1: <laughs> again see this is something that they went over so so much the Democrats they thought this was their opening this was their chance this was the way that they were going to nail this guy to the wall and he just kept saying the four page memo that I put out was just a summary of what was in the report and outlining the verdict you know what? What? what <laughs> it's so ridiculous so if somebody in Robert well he says it was Robert Mueller <clears throat> um, according to William Barr it wasn't Robert Mueller at all because Robert Mueller told him it wasn't but see <laughs> oh this doesn't this doesn't do enough you're not getting enough information out there in the public he released the whole report <laughs> so they're complaining they are complaining about a memo where he outlined his um, you know his verdict and he outlined the conclusions that were in the report they are they are using this as an attack point because apparently the Muller team wrote him a letter saying that he didn't do a good enough job in his memo and that it was so important to do a better job in the memo and really put more information out there. He put out the whole report. This is what they think is newsworthy. This is what they think is like the cover-up. That somebody who wrote a report complained that a memo describing the report didn't go far enough. They think this is a cover-up. If you actually step back and look in, it's completely and utterly absurd. Carry on.
5: When when Barr announced, uh, the, you know, his summary or his summary of conclusions, and. Barr was asked about that. He was asked twice about it under oath, and he said, no, but Mueller had no problems, but that's just not true. <laughs> and it's still not true after the explanations he gave. I mean, you know, Leahy asked him about it. Say
1: even if it wasn't true, but he says it is true, but even if it wasn't, it doesn't matter anyway. Who gives a fuck? Because it's not up to Robert Mueller what gets released or not. It's up to William Barr. So Robert Mueller can complain all he fucking likes about the memo that William Barr wrote about the report that Rob, uh, Bob Mueller did. It doesn't make any difference. So what? Oh, Robert Mueller thought that there should have been more written in the memo. He was really upset about that memo. You know, you know, Bob, Bob was really pissed off about that memo. He really didn't like the memo you put out. Who cares? Who cares? The whole report's out there. They were they were saying this they were saying these things all day whilst they were holding the report the whole report in their hands waving it around <laughs> Robert Muller said you should have put more information in the memo about this report right here all 400 pages of this report It's insane <laughs> These people think they're onto something
5: and, uh, you know, I just don't understand. I, t- I was, you know, I'm I, fluent I ju- in English, I, but I, I don't just, understand uh, what his answer d- is on d- that. D- I d- I d- yeah, because d- the letter, d- the specific letter, the March 27th letter, three <laughs> days after the initial four page document was sent
1: to Capitol Hill, said uh, your Who March cares 24th about the letter, fucking quote, letter did not. Who cares about the letter? You've got the 400 page report right in front of you. Why do you care so much about a letter about written by someone complaining that the memo describing the report didn't go far enough? What and it's not even relevant to anything. The whole report is in your hand right now. <laughs> Can't believe it. But guaranteed, there will be thousands, millions. There will be millions of people walking around tomorrow going. Oh, William Barr's covering up. Did you see that letter that Rob, uh, Bob Muller wrote? Bob Muller wanted more information in the memo. He was covering up with that memo. It's like, covering up what? I will send you I will send you the whole memo, the whole report right now to your inbox. Doesn't matter. He was covering it up. Covering up the released report? What, what, what kind of a fucking lunatic are you? It's like seriously, you must be an absolute fucking spastic at this point. How do you even think that? <laughs> They're going to spend days arguing this
5: case. Not fully capture the context, nature, and substance of this office's work and conclusions. We communicated that. Con-
1: Ernie says the letter was their um, scam attempt. Well, see, that's the other thing too. There was there was all little things that came out. So, um. Barr asked for the redactions to be pre-done in regards, I forget what he called it. Was It an E6, an E6 redaction or something. I, I forget the number. Some, some, you know, some process thing that bureaucrats love. Some process book that bureaucrats read to their children when they go to bed at night. Oh, yes, the E6 classification. Well, that's an important redaction in this report. So whatever the redaction was, uh, Barr asked for that information to be provided so they could get the report out quicker. And it wasn't provided. So they knew it was going to take a couple of weeks to do it. So then in the interim, you can have the Democrats complaining that the report isn't being released quick enough, right? Now, that should be plainly obvious to anyone. 6E, thank you so much, 6E. Is it 6E or E6? I don't know. It doesn't matter. So they don't provide that information to William Barr. William Barr, he didn't complain about it. He didn't say it was part of some political conspiracy. He just said, well, they didn't do it, so then we had to do it, and it takes a couple of weeks to do it. But it's, it's plainly obvious to anybody paying attention that in those couple of weeks, right, then that allows then the media machine to kick into high gear so the Democrats can come out and say, we demand to release a report. We played one of the saddest protests I've ever seen in my life with about 30 Democrat voters in a park out the front of Capitol Hill right, demanding to see the report. So two weeks of, is he going to release the report? He needs to release the report. The public deserve to know. The public need to know. All the while, he, he was already saying, yeah, you're going to get it. But they just ignored that. They just roll over it. It's informational blitzkrieg. You just keep rolling your tanks over the oppose, the opposing argument and never look back. And if they're firing, you know, rifle shot rounds into the back of your tank, you just keep going and pretend like it's not happening. But he already said he's releasing the report. But we demand it now. We demand the report right now. Well, it's going to take some time to take out the things that I legally am forced to redact. We demand it now, not two weeks from now, right? So that, that happened. That was an opportunity. So then he puts out his memo and then the letter comes out. I don't think you provided enough information. You should provide, you know, these these 19 pages of the report. So he he doesn't provide the 19 pages of the report. He provides all 400 plus pages of the report. And what are they what are these idiots complaining about? They're complaining about the fact that he didn't release 19 pages of the 400 pages that they have. <laughs> I I don't even know I if if you have Democrat friends tomorrow, if, if they can sincerely look you in the face and mean it and legitimately mean it and and start talking about this Muller letter and how he should have released the 19 pages of the report instead of the whole report eventually, right? If they can legitimately push that to you and you look in their eyes and they mean it, it's like, you know, make, check to see if they've got mittens sewed into their jacket. You know what I mean? Holy shit
5: to the department on the morning of March 25th. There is now public confusion about critical aspects of the results of our investigation. The, the letter is very, very clear, Jeff. <laughs> well, and after, and
1: and the letter, when the letter.
5: he's confronted with his, aunt, you know,
1: <laughs> now it's about the letter. What happened to the report? Don't we care about the report anymore? You're talking about a letter of, you're talking about a letter discussing the report now. <laughs> Imagine for two years, the Mueller report, we can't wait for the Mueller report. The Mueller report's going to come out. The Mueller report is going to come out. And when it lands, it's going to be a bombshell, baby. When the Mueller report gets here, then you'll see, then you'll see, I was right. He's getting indicted. He's getting indicted. She's getting indicted. Everybody's getting indicted. As soon as the Mueller report comes out, we will have justice. And then the Mueller report comes out and they go. You know, Robert Mueller wrote a letter about the report. Why are we talking about this letter? This letter is a bombshell. How could we not know about the letter? He's lying about the letter. (laughs) You know, when the truth about this letter comes out, then we'll have justice. When the truth about this letter is finally revealed, then we'll know the true extent of the cover-up of the Mueller report. You mean the Mueller report you have in your hands? Yes, the very same one. There were efforts made by William Barr to cover up the contents of the Mueller report. This is proven by the Robert Mueller letter. And even though I have the very Mueller report right here in my hand, everybody right now needs to look at this letter over here explaining why we should have access to the Mueller report, which I have in my hand. Yep. (laughs) To steal a line from Rachel Maddow. This is who we are. This is where we're at.
5: His response to Congressman Christ, he says, well, I talked to Bob Mueller and he had no problem, uh, but he obviously did have a
0: problem. when uh, I mean, he put it in
5: ask, writing. Uh,
0: Jeffrey, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Um, uh, <laughs> Attorney I, can't, Jeff- I can't do it anymore.
1: I can't do it anymore. <sighs> Just one quick article here before we go, ladies and gentlemen. I've got the Jerry Nadler. Uh, I think Poppy shared it on Twitter. I'll, I'll play that tomorrow. I haven't watched it yet. I don't want to ruin it. So I'll play it tomorrow, the Jerry Nadler clip of him flipping out. Or should we do it now? Should we do it now? Okay, vote one for now, vote two for tomorrow if you want to see Jerry Nadler going completely apeshit, going completely bitch cakes while you're voting. Um a completely unrelated topic. CNN drops twenty six percent in prime time as Fox News dominates April cable ratings. I, I've got I can't I can't imagine why this would be the case. I've got no idea. April ranks as CNN's lowest-rated month among total viewers in nearly four years, since October 2015. CNN's Cuomo primetime, which has been the network's highest-rated hour, drew a total audience of 917,000 viewers in April, the show's worst-ever performance. Among viewers 25 to 54, the demographic most coveted by national advertisers, the fall-off for CNN was even more stark, down 41%. Though, to be fair, the article continues, all three networks saw one uh, saw year over year declines in April, with MSNBC down thirty-six percent and Fox News Corporation down nineteen percent. Among primetime cable news shows, Fox News' Hannity led with a total audience of three point eight six million, or three point zero eight six million, followed by Tucker Carlson Tonight, two point eight three million. MSNBC's Rachel Maddow was third, two point six three million. Listen to this. None of CNN's primetime hours finished among the top five shows overall. CNN's top-rated hour, Cuomo primetime, finished in 26th place. Chris Cuomo, ladies and gentlemen, let's get after it. Let's get after it. You know that's his little saying now, let's get after it. Let's get after it. Let's get after after 25th place. Can we do that? The top show on CNN in primetime rated 26th. Incredible, isn't it? I've got, I've got no idea why the ratings would be falling so fast at CNN, can you? Can you figure it out? Coming up after the break, the Bob Mueller letter. <laughs> okay. So the ones have it. I think the ones have it. So we'll let Jerry Nadler take us out for tonight.
0: The motion is approved. <laughs> the gentleman from Florida is recognized for the purpose of an amendment. Can we just take one? Oh. We just, we just, okay. Then, uh, excuse me, a reporting quorum being present, the question is on the adoption of the motion pursuant to House Rule 11, close 2 J2C. Those in favor Mr. say aye.
9: Mr. Chairman. I'm opposed, no. Mr. Chairman. The ayes have it. The Mr. Chairman.
0: Mr. Chairman. The
9: ayes have it. The motion Mr. is Mr. Chairman, I Mr. keep Chairman. recognition. The motion is agreed to unless. You won't to- recognize members of the committee Unless who want to speak on this motion.
0: Does anyone wish
1: to ask for a recorded vote?
9: Mr. Chairman, I've asked for recognition. The
1: clerk, recorded vote. Not clerk will report. He's just, he's just ignoring everyone now. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to check Jerry, make sure he's okay. Mr. Chairman, okay, all the eyes have it. Yes, moving on to our next topic. Meanwhile, someone's yelling in his ear. Hey, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <whistles> Yo, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry, baby, over here, over here slaps his gavel down like shut up i'm the boss i've got the gavel in my hand i'm the one who runs this show
9: republicans if you're not republicans we're we're not allowing republicans to debate this motion you're making a kangaroo court here we ought to be going by the rules and giving people a chance to debate no wonder the A.G. doesn't want to come here and testify when you're running things without regard for debate, gentlemen. Oh! Totally unfair. We're
0: in the middle of a vote, the clerk will report the result.
9: Mr. Mr. Chairman, Can I we see get
0: no amendments. It. Hold on a second. The ranking, uh, point
9: of personal, point of the inquiry. The clerk will report the inquiry. Yes. Regular
0: right. order. Regular order. The parliamentary inquiry will be entertained after the clerk reports the result. <laughs> Mr. Got Chairman, <laughs> Eric will report the result and then we will. There has been a roll call. Yeah. you said the eyes have it. Do you want, to Do you call want the eyes to call the roll? roll call? Uh, I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> you said the eyes have it, and his his clerk came over and said you haven't done a roll call yet, <laughs> so they don't even know how many people are in the fucking room. Yeah, the eyes have it. Because the- <laughs> he's moving again. This is this is now pro. This is procedural blitzkrieg. We've done informational blitzkrieg. Now this is procedural blitzkrieg. Okay, we'll take the vote. Who votes aye, who votes no? All the while someone's going, Jerry, Jerry, point of order. Okay, pff, I think the eyes have it. And then the clerk comes over two minutes later and goes, ah uh, Jerry, we don't know if the eyes have it because we haven't done a roll call yet. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so do we want the eyes to do the roll call? <laughs> Mr.
5: Mr. Chairman, we've already asked for it. I thought you for. recognized no, the gentleman from Florida for an amendment. Clerk will call the
9: roll. Mr. Chairman, you said you were going Lurk to recognize Mr. Gates for an amendment.
0: Mr. Mr. Chairman, move the table. Move the table? What? Mr. Chairman, I move to amend. Clerk Mr. We'll chairman, call. I move to adjourn. We're in the middle of a roll. We're in the middle no, of. call. no! No, we were they in were the not. middle of debate. <laughs>
1: We're in the middle of a roll. No, we're not. We're in the middle of a debate. <laughs> we're debate.
5: And you ended it without Wait, the question,
9: the Chairman. Being called I wasn't without of of offering for a debate. debate. Mr. Chairman, I move to adjourn.
0: Regular order. You regular order amendment.
1: That's a Oh, look at this. So he's smacking his gavel. Nobody's paying any attention to it now. He just keeps going, order. <laughs> regular order. They just keep talking. Oh, mate. It's not a good look. You know, because when people come out and say the Democrats control Congress, now you can put out this little clip and go, "Do they really? Is this is this what control looks like?" <laughs> Probably <Privileged? laughs> doesn't look like he's in control of much. To be fair, he's controlling the gavel, but that's about it. Nothing else is under control. This is completely out of control.
9: Motion, motion,
0: motion to, adjourn. to adjourn. Motion to adjourn. There is motion to adjourn is not in order in the middle of a roll call. Well, the roll
9: has not been called yet. We were in the <laughs> middle of debate. Holy shit. You didn't I, allow it. I was in the middle of offering an amendment. Mr. Chairman. <laughs> I <was in> the <laughs> eyes
0: and names, you 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 yeah. you you'd the the and you recognize the man from Mr. Chairman, the have votes. Mr. of The clerk will report the result. Yeah.
9: And you said you'd take the clerk will report the
0: result. Can you recognize the man from Florida. The clerk will report the result.
9: Mr. Chairman, I have the ruling of the chair <laughs> on the motion to adjourn, which is a privileged resolution. Mr. Chairman, there were 15 ayes, 20 Miss Mr. Chairman, I appeal. That was on the table.
0: That was on the table.
1: Yeah, the but- mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh, okay. okay. clerk report oh. the result. Before we them, yeah. it was before we it. He's got no idea what he's doing. He's, it's, it's, it's just utter chaos. He has no control over the room at all. Yeah. Mr. Chairman, there were 15 yeah. eyes, 22 nose. Yeah. 15 yeah. eyes, 22
9: yeah. nose
1: on the motion. So the eyes did not have it. The nose had it. The the, the The motion to table is not
0: adopted. Mr. Chairman. Wait a minute, that was a motion to table. Mr. Chairman.
9: We didn't even get the results of the earlier vote. (laughs) Mr. Chairman. The The motion to table
0: is not adopted. Mr. Chairman. That was previous. The next item on the agenda was Mr. Gates. (laughs) Um, I don't need to apologize, gentlemen, for, for an amendment. That whole contract sense was on a motion to table, which was not adopted.
2: I have an amendment. Wait a today. minute, table what?
9: <laughs> <laughs> so, Chairman, I reserve a point of order on the amendment.
3: <laughs>
1: Wait a minute. That whole vote was on a motion to table, and it was rejected. Wait a minute. What were we tabling again? What was being tabled? <laughs> Jeez mr gates is offering an amendment correct
0: yes and i reserve a point of order mr chairman oh okay clerk will report a point of order is reserved the clerk will report the amendment
7: amendment
1: wow ladies and gentlemen don't you feel good knowing that the democrats control the
7: house yes
1: absolutely wonderful stuff well Like I said, I've got way more. I'll just carry over some stuff. I've got a fantastic uh, Antifa protest for you, hot off the presses. So if you want to come back tomorrow for the free for all, I will put out a tweet uh, early tomorrow morning for your contributions. If you want to add some flavor to the show, please do. I'll pin it to the top of my timeline early tomorrow morning, send in your links or your tweets or your video clips, whatever you got, and we'll go through them on the show. So thanks so much for joining us today. Don't forget the Discord. If you want to get involved in the Discord, just go to my timeline. There's a link right there. Click on it. You can get to the Discord. I'll post all these links in the Discord after every show as well. And you know, feel free to, you know, get involved in the debate. <laughs> feel free to bring a point of order, if you will, and have a discussion. Throw it back and forth. Just throw some shit around and see what sticks. Thanks everyone so much for joining us. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show, please head over to patreon.com forward slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber to the podcast by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to hit me over the head with a gavel or look completely disinterested when I'm talking to you, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. Until tomorrow, guys, for the free-for-all, stay calm, stay rational. God bless. And we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Move the table. If you want to table some contributions to tomorrow night's show, at Boogie Bumper, look for the pin tweet in the morning. Thanks, guys. William Barr, the immovable object. William Barr was a superhero. His superpower would be causing atrophy in those around him. Verbal atrophy. Thanks for joining us, guys. Remember, tomorrow night, free for all. Don't forget about the Discord if you want to join in. A lot of great stuff here tomorrow, so I hope you can join us. But thanks for joining us today, it's been an absolute pleasure. Till then, guys, have fun! Bye bye.